Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Let me tell you about a thing. I really want some yogurt. Well, not exactly yogurt, but it has a taste of yogurt and also kind of look like yogurt. It wasn't a diss. It's, no. it's going to break in like two weeks, your little dancing group. Because you got the shitty $6.50. Yeah, that's not one. a diss. Okay. It's not dissing anything. Six dollars and fifty cents. Uh, what's that company? The company has the big head things there. The uh, Funko. Funko. Yes. Thank you. It's a Funko one. Yo, Funko. Made of vinyl, I believe. Yeah. 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 I, I just can't get behind those. I... I'm starting to like them. Are you? I got a Joker Batman for Christmas, and I have to admit, I like. And of course, I got an Andorian one, because you know, and that I don't mind. It's when people. I've got like. Sure. I've got Andorian bobbleheads from a number of people. I got the vinyl Andorian. As an ex Andorian, I fully yes, get exactly. that. Yes, exactly. Of course, I'm, when people get me the real cheap Andorian stuff, I'm like, really? Seriously? <laughs> what kind of cheap Andorian stuff is it's, there out it's there? It's the thought that counts, though. There, there's this really cheap 12 inch Andorian single mold. Thing that's just <laughs> you can't see like it, like but you get it the put in fifty cents in the something heater machine like at the museum yeah. and yeah maybe they it pulled out. it out with a crane or something and dumped it down a chute I don't know <laughs> is it stuffed or something or no oh, okay. it's solid plastic and oh. it, it's just like I guess I shouldn't complain it's nice of people yeah they're thinking of you sorta sort of I'm just impressed with Andorian anything yeah yeah no it it's out there it's out there. and it's original series too it's not even like it's Shran. From Enterprise, right? It's uh, it's uh, g- generally it's based on Thelev, the uh, Andorian Orion spy. Well, back when I was a young fella and I was picking up the Mego toys as a kid, they had yeah. the Andorian and they had the Klingon, yeah. and then they had Kirk, Spock, McCoy. Yep, I love the, the I love the Klingons accessories were just the yeah uh, the Federation accessories recast in brown red. plastic, right? In red, <laughs> yeah. Red fa- and that red, red phaser, phaser is yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I want a red phaser. Never mind that pale blue. <laughs> Give me a red one. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 274. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact checked Andy. Flip Poppy Matt. And we're here to talk week and geek. Gentlemen, good to see you. That, oh, the yeah. gang's all here. Yeah. Like nice to be scout. seen on this podcast. Yeah. Full boat. <laughs> and. Okay, you're coming back next week, too. That's right. I'm like fungus. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, fungus on your butt. That's right. I'll be in I Brooklyn. said it before, Paul. Right. You have some tough acting to acting in here to get rid fungus. of you. <laughs> Top acting. <laughs> or the, the ton of fill or whatever that they keep playing the stupid commercial with the, the toe that's got the, the boxing helmet on. <laughs> okay, wow. so, I've not seen that. I've not seen it, that it's, Apparently, they... they had been playing the commercial prior to the Super Bowl, but it played during the Super Bowls. So a lot of people were like, what the F is this? Why are we getting a, a toenail fungus commercial during the Super Bowl? And I'm yeah, like, really? we, we all you really know. have to ask. We all you know, know why. Really? Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. are depressing really dead kid commercials. Oh, God. Yeah, those were terrible. <laughs> What's funny, I still haven't seen that commercial, Although, but I've seen pictures of that commercial say, everywhere. There have been some parodies of that commercial that have been hilarious. Hilarious Dead Creek commercials? No, it, it parodies. parodies of that commercial. <laughs> They're all hilarious. Gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? All right, I want to start off. Go for it. Um, I want to I want to discuss spoilers with people. All right. Now, if you have, I know where this is going. If you have only if like me, you've only seen the first half of the first season of Arrow. Spoiler alert. Skip a couple minutes ahead. 
done. All right. So <laughs> I we went to the bucket show. Day. I went to the bucket show to see good old Paul and Matt do their thing, uh-huh. which a couple weeks ago, man, that, by the way, guys, that really was a heck of a show. I mean, oh, thank you. You know, yeah. You, yeah when you guys did the... The, the 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 four the four versions hey, get off your knees thing Jesus. and you did the Seinfeld and the Shakespeare, Shakespeare. oh and, yeah oh my god blah, blah, blah. yeah get that, off your knees Shakespeare that, went well that stuff was thank just, you that the was Seinfeld just, was brilliant too. no was the Seinfeld too. was funny guy yeah anyway before we started I was making fun of Andy because Andy has Cause he's so publicly so easy publicly yeah. declared his his uh, squeakiness over the murderiness of Arrow. Oh my God, Arrow's so murdery, and I was I was riding his ass about it, right? And I'm like, and at one point my comment was, "Why you all upset? Because he like killed Jet Deadshot. Deadshot's dead." And flip floppy butthead here goes, "Deadshot's dead." Deadshot. Spoilers, man. Spoilers. Give me a give me some warning, man. And I'm like, dude. This was the first half of the first season. And he's like, oh, that, yeah, in- no, he's not dead. Uh, okay, okay. I was, gonna say, I was about to say, you remember that, wrong because I think I spoiled you. Exactly. <laughs> there we go, yeah. Hence the moral of the story. Yes, I get it. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, he's oh, not man. dead. Thanks for the spoiler lecture. Hilarious. And you I stop watching the show now? You gonna cry now too? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I will stick to my guns on it. It's an awful lot of murder for the hero to be doing. Well, oh. he, where, where are you at in the series? I'm um, haven't seen any of the third yet. Okay, well, I think no, it, but it, you're, it, you're, you're past the second. No, it, season, it right? definitely makes sense when it gets to he the end. He changes but his early, whole thing, right? Right, goes, but, but early on, there's a lot of murder for the yeah, hero to be but doing. But then he goes, and boy, the, I've been murdering a lot of people. <laughs> there is oh, yeah, a exactly. really set. He, he straight really up does, says yeah. it. He's like. Boy, I'm killing everybody. Well, yeah, and that right now I'm in the zone where that's that's being painfully overplayed. It's just like that whole, almost like a Marvel comic where he gets that sad look on his face when everyone talks about how much killing Arrow is doing. It's just, and he's so, oh, that's me they're talking about. But, it's like, but oh, that's the way yeah. the wall works. For you get, you, you get forty or fifty murders in, and then if you feel bad about it, you can you, you they don't think convict you, right? <laughs> oh, no man. And it's not even that many. It's like, you know, 54. it's it, not every is single it 54? hour. 54 first season. Is that is that you, what that's his the tally. count is? Yeah, that's the tally. Are you sure that seems a bit high? 54. Because it's like not every single flashback. Sh- not every single arrow shot is a kill. So that's including flashbacks. We just don't, we Once don't. again, I contend if you shoot somebody with an arrow and they fall down immediately and stop moving they're dead. And once again, I contend with you when the gang boss picks up two arrows and goes, he put a couple of my guys in the hospital. That's television ease for, no, he's not killing everybody. He's got you there. He's got you there. i got to be on his side on this one. And that uh, is, yeah, that is following there, that gruesome no. murdery scene. No, he doesn't well, because arrows don't do that. If an arrow sticks you and you're not dead, you go, ah! Except for that in some human beings, the shock is so intense, it knocks them out. There you go. There you go. I'm sorry, dude. It's, he isn't killing. That's simple medical. The television series is setting out reality. he's not killing them. Or Andy. Let's okay. also Andy. remember. Or, 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 one at a time. <laughs> Let's also remember one one person murdered is too many persons murdered. Yes. Oh, yeah. Start and, crying that fucking river. And... <laughs> Beyond that, it's it's kind of the Cosby thing of like, who are you gonna believe? The so called injured soldiers and gangsters who came back and, and are like, Oh yeah, he he nicked a couple of my dudes, put him in the hospital. Right. No, he killed them. 
The dead ones can't speak. We must speak for them. <laughs> oh my god. Also, if if it's shock, then they are hiring some weak ass henchmen in that town. Because <laughs> they all go down. <laughs> oh, I'm shocked. Oh, okay, Andy. Have you ever been shot with an arrow? You don't know how you're gonna react. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I threw a dart in my brother's arm once and he didn't pass out. <laughs> that is not a <laughs> Now, okay, hold on, hold on. Andy, you like, murdery fuck! Like a dart dart or like a lawn dart? Now, if it was a lawn dart and he didn't pass out, I would be saying, okay, fair enough. Tough. Your, your no. brother is tough. It was just a regular dart, but it did sink in pretty deep. And Then I got to say, and I got to call bullshit on that, because I've been hit with a dart, too. And that thing, those things <laughs> don't go in that deep. Andy, if your brother had been hit by a dart thrown by Arrow, he'd have gone right the fuck out, and he'd still be alive. My oh, brother is no. way cooler than me. Just looked at me and said, "Andy, take this out." Hilarious. <laughs> what else you do this week, gentlemen? <laughs> I went to Steamathon. Steamathon. Tell me yeah, about Steamathon. It's the first Las Vegas uh, steampunk event, and. Uh, it was three days, and it was really impressive. There was probably, I don't know, 150, 120 people there. As Paul and, falls asleep uh, over there. Steamy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what happens at Steamathon? Well, we had a stays at Steamathon. Exactly. <laughs> you get your gears lubed up. Does it run on steam? <laughs> there was a guy who had had a smoke machine hooked up to his back that he'd built himself. I was of course. impressed with that. I hadn't seen that yet. Uh, no, it was just you know, great costumes and stuff. We had a vendor's room. There was a, um, another room where there were events going on, and there were uh, tea duels, and there was a... Wait, 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 go back. Like, like what kind of events? Like tea duels? Sweep? Yeah, I didn't get to see it, but apparently it's a big thing in Steampunk. They're like smacking each other with tea bags? No, they, they drink <laughs> tea, and I, I actually I've yet they, to see it. I'm they go. drink tea? Yeah. What is it? It's tea dueling. How does that work? Is it like... I haven't po- seen it. <laughs> I, was, I was selling stuff, or not selling stuff. Is but- it like the poison <laughs> tea ritual from, like, like ancient China? You poison tea it's ritual? It's competitive tea drinking. Or I don't is know it how I like from the Princess Bride? <laughs> competitive tea drinking? Like, he who pees first loses? Andy, quit covering up for them. It's a murdery activity, and you're just covering up the fact that they're, no, 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 they're no. dead. You just can't come up here and go, there's tea dueling. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it happens. Like, Why you, the fuck you, did you not go to the tea? They don't wait for it to cool. They drink it straight is that from it? the bo- boiling it's the, it's water. Scalding. It's scalding. Oh, it's, it's how, it's, how it's much early. scalding can the you The last take? tea duel I saw was in Karate Kid 2, and it ended in love. Right? Wow. Okay. Do it's they Earl- read the leaves? Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? Is it a fortune thing? <laughs> no, no, no. It's Earl Grey at two paces. Mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here we go. Close. Oh, no. Uh-oh, He's got it. Tea dueling is the art of gracefully dunking a tea biscuit into a, quote, cup of brown joy, unquote, (laughs) soaking it for five seconds, and then lifting it and cleanly nomming it, unquote, (laughs) all without dripping tea. I am no more in knowledge than I was. Losing biscuit fragments into the tea or on the table and doing so... After your fellow duelist. Oh, God. A well, cup of brown joy. I, I was going to say, <laughs> There's actually don't, a... don't participate if Paul's running that event. <laughs> There's a bunch of other rules listed here, but that's the summary of it. So it's basically, how well can you dunk <laughs> a cookie? Yes. I'm, Man, I'm Paul's a, already the fucking champion. <laughs> already won this shit years ago. Paul, Paul you could be a tea, tea duelist. You should no, thank you. <laughs> I know, thank you. Wait, wait, this wait, is competitive wait. eating. Competitive Paul. eating for people who've lost all will to live. I have seen you. 
I have seen you eat cookies. There's nothing graceful about the way that you eat cookies. <laughs> but nom, 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 nom. There is I don't lose nom. bits. <laughs> That's right. Plenty of nomming. That's right. That's because you eat the whole cookie. That's right. Well, yeah. In one spell swoop. You and never hey? take bites. You just what the, Who bites a, a fucking minute, cookie? Are you saying the rules? You can't eat the whole cookie? Humans. No, just humans. Humans. <laughs> humans who like crumbs. I go back to my original statement. Shit. There's nothing nothing graceful about watching him eat cookies. Well, <laughs> I would win, though. I think the most exciting thing, though, still, Andy, was the SteamCon Progenitor Combat Con. When you told me that yeah. they were having the taser fights. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Actually, Combat Con is still going on. There's, is another, it? there's one coming uh, this year. I think in June. Go for the taser fights. Taser fights? Is that exactly what it sounds like? Well, what, combat Con is a bunch of uh, um, combat, um, th- theater combat stuff. So it's like how okay. to, teaching how to people how to sword fight for movies and plays and stuff. How to drink but, tea like but it's they real. Also did, they also did a taser fight, uh, you know, so they're... Attacking each other with tasers. It was like a whoever, cage match in the center of the vendors. Whoever, and the way Andy described it was awesome. Yeah. Whoever drops first, is that the loser? Is no, that no, how it, it works? It, it's, it, it's a demonstration. It's just how to do it and make it look like it's cool. But <laughs> As opposed to the uncool, murdery taser Again, fights that sense, usually have. a sentence I still can't wrap my brain around. I just can't do it. Isn't it like, neat? There's something out there you can't wrap your head around. Yeah. Combat Con was a weird one, though. I, I haven't, I've only went to the first one. Uh, but the, uh, they had this... Kind of octagon in the middle of the vendors' booths because Combaticon so. <laughs> was already taken. Was there, was there Big John there in the middle? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's yeah, get no, it on. Every half hour, there was some other fight going on with <laughs> knives, crackle, crackles. Yeah. Dana White comes walking out. Yeah. Combaticon <laughs> transform. <laughs> Make this look cool. <laughs> but yeah, Steamathon did a couple bands. Um, the best one, the one I was most enamored of, was a band called the Velveteen Band out of Ventura. Uh, That's a long name, Velveteen Band. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> crazy steampunk band with a lot of weird songs about drinking and other stuff. There's a whole song about Ichabod Crane, um, but the uh, sounds like an average Irish band to me. <laughs> sort of the front front man is a trumpet player who's with a giant rabbit head. Never sings because he has a giant rabbit head. Not it sounds goofy, but and then there's a puppet stage off to the side, and there's puppets come making comments during it too. What what are they called again? Velveteen. The Velveteen Band. Right. Out of Ventura. Yeah, yeah. Get the whole name. Yeah, don't forget. Well, I'm saying if you if you want to see him, you're probably gonna have to go to Ventura because I think this is their first road trip road trip uh, show. Uh, if you join their Patreon, they can make future dates. Uh, <laughs> I bought their CD and it was I'm playing the hell out of it. It's good. I know you got something, Matt. No, no. no okay. No. Anybody else jumping in? Nothing. I was just gonna say thanks to all the people that watched the new video episode. Thanks for yeah. all the great comments. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. And go buy Zach's Red and Pleasant Land. It's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, apparently. Well done getting it out before December. <laughs> Jeff, that was <laughs> kudos to you. you. That was a really quick turnaround, I have to say. That so was, what, pleasant, three weeks? Yeah, three weeks. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, well done. There was some issues. I had to re-go, re-go and do it again. So Hey, it I would have had good. it up last week. But, well, hey, it's, or the it's week up. Before. It was out there. People saw it. Yeah, That's all that matters. And they're happy. And we'll have a oh, new one shortly. And by the way, I'm uh, I'm I'm a little more than fifty fifty now against moderate uh, setting on the electronic Catan on the Xbox. All right, thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's bragging about his Catan. You yeah, haven't versus. beat it. You haven't beat it on hard difficulty yet. Oh, I'm I'm waiting until I'm like really assured on moderate. Come on, man! You got to get those fucking achievements. I yeah. get, throw I yourself to the wolves. My butthole, but I fought until I got that achievement. I never played on anything but hard. 
Hard AI well, is I, a and bitch, I know you always play hard. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> when it comes to Catan, I play fucking hard. The damn thing's not available anymore, you know. I tried to buy it and it's gone. <sighs> is it really? Shit? Oh, yeah. No way. Yep. Well, I, I did. Uh... That's surprising to me. Are you sure? I sent I sent the boy on the on the task and he's pretty good at finding stuff. Mm, well, I tried looking up the letter C and seeing if it's still a, you know you can look it by alphabet. Well, I don't know. I've been on that <laughs> on, for a on, while. On Xbox, Andy? Seriously? Yes. That would bum wow. me out. The only thing I could think what would wow. cause that is if the rights to that went somewhere else, someone else is working on uh, another yeah, version of it. Yeah, I think that it. was it. I think there was oh, something okay. about uh, the company went under or something like that. Well, it was, because when yeah, I got it, well, it big was a, huge games did get yeah, bought out done. and did go under. Yeah, so. they're done. So that might be maybe something that's to it. it. Well, I got it. For welcome free, to the it? horrible digital future, <laughs> fuck sticks. There you go. Uh, I got that thing locked on my console and I'm gonna hold it as long as I can. Oh yeah, but yeah. That was one I just updated recently. Um, thank you to one of our shock monkeys out there, uh, whose name escapes me. It's terrible. Um, but the, you, that letter that they sent to me about. The licenses for my oh, Xbox yeah, games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were dead right. I went in, and I had something on the neighborhood of... It was hundreds. I have hundreds of games on the console, plus other... Sh- like, after every little piece of DLC and everything I downloaded, it was around 2,000 things wow. to filter through and decide what to re-up and what to... All that kind of thing. So, I did. I went through, and I re-downloaded a ton of stuff. Uh, because it, it was stuff that I had had on my Xbox previous to this one. I've gone. This is my third Xbox 360, and so yeah, when you trade up a new console, you still have the game. But if you don't re-download it to the hard drive directly, it doesn't put the license on there. And it, if you're not online, it registers as a trial version. Uh-huh. It's real fucking sneaky. But uh, so now I've got most all my games fixed Great. that way. Yeah. Now, did you go through three games because you just wore them out, or you just get bigger games and bigger? <laughs> no, they just they red ringed two two of them yeah. red ringed. We and then we I, had yeah. you know there's a place in town that fixes that. Uh, this was before you could fix them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. The frontier days of the Xbox. This, uh, <laughs> this newest one. Yeah. This newest one is good to go, and it's been it's been working for four or five years now. <laughs> yeah, they, they got they got. Got a kinks worked out after five years. They did, yeah. and that, that's just it. Like I even checked the model number. Like I did my research on which, yeah, which of the old whites are working now. So yeah, it's still the old model with the hard drive on top. But yeah, yeah we uh we our first one red ringed, and they sent us a replacement console, and then that one red ringed. We sent that one in. <laughs> they sent us that same one back, but it worked fine. Wow. Uh, then we ended. We still have that one in the closet. This one. Uh, that we have here uh, currently hooked up is uh, an elite that we got six years ago. Still, it's been happy. Still seems to be working fine. So far, so good. Did you guys know that Wizard World is coming here? Yeah, we talked yeah, about we it. Yeah. <laughs> you should listen. You should listen. You should listen to the show. I should when you're here. To the show yeah. Las Vegas Convention Center. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, no, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, when a, is a proper, it? In April, I believe, right? Uh, April twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth. I, I believe. Two together. months. I took the uh, I took the days off already. Yeah. I, maybe oh, I should do what that is too. That? I need to get it? tickets still. Is it? A, it's a Friday and a Saturday. I believe it is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm gonna. And the last weekend of this month is when Circus Circus has that toy show too. Oh yeah. And Wizard World is for what? Wizard World is one of the big comic book conventions oh, okay. that happens nationwide. 
It is Nerdvana in town lately. It's happening, man. Weird Al's coming in May. For 10 days, right? Yeah. He's opening opening up his uh, tour here. Planet Hollywood. He's got a a small residency. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's kicking off his tour here. Got my tickets. For 10 days. We are Vegas is becoming a dirt town. It's great. It's uh, well, it was already. It already was, yeah, but it's it's, it's more doubling it's down. It's a dirt town. Yeah. Okay, so Wizard World Las Vegas for those who haven't already heard by now is like April Paul. 24th, 25th and 26th, 2015. That is a Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Better than their old Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday plan. Damn uh, it. just a short list of people who are going to be there. Uh, Norman Reedus from uh, Boondock Saints uh, and uh, Walking Dead, as well as like his co-star. Boondock Saints. It was, <laughs> well, the reason I was segueing into the fact that his co-star in Boondock Saints, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, is also going to be there. Aha! Relevancy. All right. Uh, Bring those cool. Boondock Saints. Stephen Yoon. Uh, <laughs> DVDs. Get them signed right there. That's Stephen right. Yoon, also from The Walking Dead. Uh, you know what? Emily Kinney from The Walking Dead. I didn't realize this. I found this out just a little while ago. Uh, my buddy Derek, uh, while he was doing boat tours with Second City, like I did, Stephen Ewan was with them. Oh, yeah, he did some Second City stuff for a little while. Oh, right I had no idea. He got the big break for Walking Dead. Oh, for you, Paul, man. Kevin Conroy, uh, voice actor yeah, extraordinaire, is going to be there. I lost my shit. I was like, oh my god, Batman. Yep, <laughs> Batman. Uh, He's the real deal. And also, there's going to be a few WWE stars. That's more Paul's alley than uh, the rest who, of us. Who? But, who? Uh, who? There's no uh, stars left in that fucking company. <laughs> Roman Paul, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Nobody wants. He's not. He, no, Diva, everybody, everybody hates him. Diva Page. Oh uh, my god! What? Was, are you kidding me? I'm oh, just yeah. telling you what the list says. I'm not. God, I don't know who right any up. of these do, people are. Do you know Page? Do you guys know Page? I, I, I do, should do I know Page? I do. You should know Page. <laughs> uh, she is. She came up through NXT real fast, and she jumped into the WWE and just she's she's just hot. <laughs> She's a little porcelain doll. There we go. Aww. She's ridiculous. Aww. Oh, what a firecracker. Wow, they've added more names to this she's list a than porcelain uh, doll I just looked at WWE. <laughs> yeah, she's that seems like a bad plan. <laughs> she seriously looks like she's straight up alabaster, dude. She is she's a cave dwelling uh lizard. She's white as the <laughs> snow. But planar UK whatever. Uh, right. She's, she's from she's from England. Not really, though. <laughs> Where is she really from? Uh, Northern states, I want to say, but that, that's a fake accent. You're you, kidding me. No. Uh, okay. Everybody, Shut up. Hope's dashed. Everybody brace yourselves. Paul's going to lose his shit here. Uh-oh. Phil, Stan Lee. Phil Ortiz, animator from The Simpsons, He-Man, and the Masters of the Universe, Muppet Babies, The Chipmunks, and The Smurfs. I have met Phil Ortiz at PowerCon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know. Pac-Man. Still, still thrilling. Your still thrilling. Okay, Pac-Man yeah. is going to be there. Pac-Man? Pac-Man. The real Pac-Man? The real Pac-Man. Manny Pacquiao? No, no. Pac-Man. <laughs> you know, speaking of Pac-Man, did anybody see the... Uh, I know it's a terrible segue. The Bud Light commercial from the Super Bowl with the live action YouTube won't let me stop seeing it. Apparently, I I saw that and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I want to do that. I want to run through the goddamn. It looks cool, but I don't want to hear the words Riley anymore. (laughs) Right, Riley. People who listen watch a lot of YouTube. You are what I'm saying. You are Bucky. That uh, that's the one YouTube wants you to watch. YouTube wants me to watch the uh, hideous Budweiser commercial that attacks craft beer. That's the dumbest thing. <laughs> <laughs> over you, and over. Do you like shitty beer? 
Well, yeah, that's that's bravado. Yeah. YouTube wants me to watch Crash Course. I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> By the way, one one quick uh, note. <clears throat> Vegas people, MGM Grand, the West Wing Bar, February 23rd on. They are introducing a nerd bar concept. They're oh. going to have um, arcade games. like uh, They're going to have Pac-Man, Galaga. Uh, games like that for play and they're also going to have semi-private xbox one ps4 playing areas kind of a la insert coins i guess where is this the west wing bar at the mgm grands this is uh this is christopher's uh thing the guy who runs uh uh, insert insert coins. coins. Chris Laporte. Yeah, okay. he's uh, is, uh, is, he's behind this. Is, is he behind this? Yes, okay, yes, yes. We we just we just heard this at work uh, the other day, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. But they didn't actually mention who was involved. Have you been to the West all. Wing Bar? No, that's like a, I'm t- trying. I'm trying to picture a, where that would be. It's a tucked away bar. It's actually it's really funny. There are a lot of people who would come up to us uh, walking around the casino asking. Where's a quiet place I can go to get something to drink? And the West Wing is what we'd recommend, because it's like off of it's like off of the corridor leading to the West Wing Tower of yeah. the of the uh, hotel. <clears throat> wow, I it can't exits even out that. like right next to that uh, Grand Canyon Grand Canyon experience, experience shop. Yeah, yeah, that's typically the West Wing is where like all the uh, buses would pick up uh, for tours. Yeah, and yeah, that is a little, little yeah, quiet yeah. bar. It oh, was. It is. It is. I haven't been out there in a while, but the last time I was through there, everything in that bar was just bright red. So it's I mean, quiet. It's, like, it's quiet at certain times, but half the time the halls are filled with Aaron Sorkin monologues. Sure, like, yeah. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> five fucking minutes. Tracking camera shots. <laughs> yep, yep. For five minutes. Dollies everywhere. <laughs> Saying hello. Dolly, yeah. lot, hello, Dolly. A lot of Dolly, self- Dolly Parton's there. A lot of self-importance. Yeah, oh, and there are Dolly Parton's all over Vegas. Oh, That's Dolly so. Parton's the best. <laughs> News so, you don't give a shit about. Woo. Mm. Didn't we have something you wanted to mention too before we got started? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, a <laughs> uh, good catch because yeah, it completely slipped my mind. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, listeners, all you shockers out there, guys, gals, everyone who's a Star Trek: The Experience fan. We want to bring to your attention. This actually has been uh, been up for about uh, two months now. Um, you may remember when you've been to the experience. Our Ferengi Roggle sounds like Goggle, played by the uh, the uh, the funky and awesome Richard Odin. Richard is an old uh, old uh, alien buddy of mine and Paul's. And um, um, Torgo and uh, Jeff certainly remember him. And Andy even met him towards the end of days at Star Trek The Experience. Richard, a couple years ago, suffered a massive stroke. He had the, uh, shall we call it the Irish luck, of that he got this stroke in the house of Experience fans Mel and Bob. Mel and Bob are two great fans who've been to The Experience forever. They are married at the experience. They've been a part of the circle of the Star Trek family for a long time. And Bob has a lot of physical challenges, a huge amount I won't go into here. But the, the upshot is, is that Mel is a very experienced caregiver. So when Richard had this massive stroke in their dining room, Mel was actually able to respond quickly, get some help, and get help for Richard. And as a result, four or five years later, 
his recovery is going along very well. He still has a limp. He still has a shuffle. He still has a bit of paralysis. Well, a lot of paralysis in one arm, but he's doing a lot better than he should have, considering the extent of it. Yep. But recently, Richard has had tooth trouble. He actually cracked a tooth, and uh, he lost another, I think, if I'm if I read it right. And he is needing some dental help. And he has gone in, and he's gotten a Medicaid estimate over what's going to be covered. But there's a lot of work he needs done that will not be covered. The long, drawn-out point I'm getting to is Richard Odin, Roggle from Star Trek The Experience, hold all jokes until they are appropriate. Andy, thank you very much. I did. I did. Um, <laughs> has started a GoFundMe campaign. He actually started this before Christmas. And it was all he wants for Christmas is two new front teeth. So Richard has 2700 of a goal of 4000 He needs 4000 to get all the work done for his teeth. He has the, he has the page up on GoFundMe.com. It's under Richard Oden, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-O-D-E-N. And I'll link this on this episode of the website. Please, if you can. Go take a look. He's actually put up a full explanation. It's nothing nebulous, nothing vague. He gives you the full explanation of what he needs, why he needs it, and how much it's estimated to cost. And if you see it and agree with it and want to support Richard, we ask that you do so. Um, he's a good guy. He's managed to keep incredible humor through his trials and tribulations of the past few years. And it certainly would be great to have uh, Richard get some help. So GoFundMe.com, Richard Oden. X-Fans Files will remember the name Richard Oden. <laughs> and um, please donate, if you can, and help Richard out. Star Trek, the experienced fans, and any other shockers out there who want to help too. Yeah, his, uh, his picture is on our webpage on the Quark's Bar recipes of him as Roggle holding a, a warp core breach. And, and Richard's so. humor is such that he does not let pass that he played a Ferengi who are renowned for their teeth. Right. And he now has teeth. <laughs> he actually, you know, Richard actually went the distance in getting form-fitting fake teeth personally customized for his mouth way back in the day. He had an extremely cooperative den dentist that actually helped him do that. And... Uh, it's kind of, it, he reflects on the irony of having teeth problems now. Mm -hmm. But he does need some dental help, and if you can provide some, that would be great. Yeah, and he, he wanted to put the word out there. He's cool enough that both Paul and I shut up for the whole time. <laughs> That's right. Oh, we love Richard, man. Yeah. He's, he's old school. Uh, he's a sweetheart, and uh, help him out if you can. Even if it's five bucks, it's got to yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it's you like can really, do, please. Like if, if, if anything, um, if, you, if you remember the experience fondly, if you ever went there, you probably saw him. He was... Always running around, acting the fool as a Ferengi. Very gregarious with everybody. And, uh, yeah, deserving of, of help if anybody ever was. Just for the fact that he came through that crazy stroke as strong as he did. Yes. He's really an inspiration. When we get to our, get together for hangouts, got to see him at Christmas time. And he's always doing a little bit better. It's nuts. Yeah, he is. Always a little bit better. And it it, it it's sobering for those of us who knew him before because he was a man of tremendous energy. Or Richard and independence. Boy, oh boy, he could outpace outpace mm -hmm. us guys who were like a third his age. I mean, mm -hmm. he was just he was always on it. So, and good that, luck to you, Richard. Thank you. Indeed, thank you for that. And now, official news you don't give a shit about. All right. Hey. hey. 
Uh, Kirsten sent me this Whoops. gem of a piece. Uh, Patrick Mel... Another uh, Henry Damon from Venezuela lopped off his nose to look more like Marvel supervillain and Captain America foe, the Red Skull. Oh, boy, yeah. This is in addition to uh, receiving uh, dermal implants, plus tattooing his eyeballs black and his face red. Mm. Uh, for reasons that are not explained in the Daily Mail article, Damon admires the Red Skull, a.k.a. <laughs> Johann Schmidt. Allied. I admire the Red Skull. What, what qualifies you for this job? I admire the Red Skull. <laughs> Why do you want to work at this daycare? I admire the Red Skull. <laughs> Who was Why a should we grant thug? you this fucking uh, grant for your research? Well, look at my face. <laughs> I admire the Red Skull. Hail Hydra. Whatever money that jackass has left, they should take it away and give it to Richard. and news you don't give a shit about Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan the duo who wrote the screenplays for Saw 4, 5, and 6 and Saw 3D, the final chapter have been hired to work on the new Halloween movie Rob Zombie directed a reboot of the franchise in 2007 as well as its 2009 sequel because it's already been nearly six years since the last movie, what this next one will be exactly, a new sequel or another reboot or reimagining is not so clear. According to the sources, it's being dubbed as a recalibration, whatever that might mean. <laughs> wow. I can see it now. Jamie, I want to play a game. <laughs> is it just, I, I, do they, were they going through a thesaurus and go, what word haven't we used yet? Oh, recalibration. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, no director is attached Yeesh. so far, but yeah, that's happening. Ugh. Just wait till they start running out and they're like, yeah, we're doing a remorseful version of. Uh... Oh, wouldn't that be just. I pleasant. feel so oh, bad. Oh, why this. can't I stop killing as he's stabbing somebody <laughs> to death? I should shoot arrows at people instead. There you go. Or he's got the it split personality, like, uh, like from Psycho. He's like, "Oh no, mother, what have you done?" Yeah, this time hire a comedian behind the mask, a very vocal comedian. Why not? There you go. What What's left? Hey, ladies, I'm coming to kill ya. <laughs> Ow! We can geek. Oh, what? There's a whole bunch of news we care about, or something. <laughs> this week, imagine this that. is a good week. This, this oh is, yeah, this has you been don't know. finally. Oh, bye. That's some good shit. So let's lead off with the big one. Yep. Spider-Man will officially join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Da-da-da-da. Boner achieved. (laughs) I got so hard when I heard this yesterday. (laughs) Wow. I'm so excited. This makes me so happy. This is the only good Spider-Man news I've heard in (laughs) In like five fucking years. Yeah. Ever since that that, that, uh, damn third one, right? I mean, the Bendis Ultimate Run was still great. There, that was still going on. But other than that, speaking of, did you catch that Sam Raimi like really like blatantly apologized? Oh on yeah, the, on the he Nerdist, knows he fucked no, up. No, on the Nerdist podcast, oh, just like a few weeks, like maybe a week or two ago, he just he's like, you know, Chris uh, Hardwick was trying to be kind, and he's like, it's like, no, it was just awful, and I take full responsibility. And I'm like, wow, for the third one, for the for Spider Man three, yes, yeah. Mm. Now so we're talking they, about Spider-Man so they, 3 with so Venom and Sandman, or are we yeah. talking about the one with yeah, the one Venom with Sandman. Sandman? That's yeah. the only one. Which, how Sandman. bad that was, still made more money than the, the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. See, yeah, I I've lost hilarious. track of Spider-Man yeah. because I haven't seen the last couple. I didn't see any of the uh, the, the new ones after that. The reboot. That. Yeah. The new first one was fine, just totally unnecessary. 
And then the next one, I guess, I haven't seen it. I've just heard so many bad things. I'm like, I'll never expose myself yeah. to that shit. Yeah, and you're correct. Yeah. Plus, Jamie Foxx is Electro. Get out of here. I mean, just give it. If he's not wearing that crazy mask, I don't. it's not Electro. Yeah, it looks more like Living Laser, really. Yeah, right. That's what it is. There you go. Whatever. I, I, I say more Dr. Manhattan, uh, but. <laughs> it also looked a bit like Cardiac, which was another Spidey villain that nobody cares, seems to remember That's anymore. Right. An Eric Larson creation. Guy was a heart doctor by day and a uh, bow staff wielding techno uh, freak. So there's a cardiologist. So he's like, I need a villainous name. Cardiac. Yeah. <laughs> They'll never find out who I am. <laughs> He's sneaky. As he stalks his prey. Beep. That's like, Beep. you know, here He's in Vegas. Savage Dragon style Beep. villain is what he is. Here in Vegas, if there ever is a villain who hits the streets by the name of Dick Ass Fart, <laughs> well, no. You might know who it might be. <laughs> I had a friend years ago who said, You're a new superhero. You're looking to make a name for yourself. You just flip up in the yellow pages and start looking at oh, Doctor, Doctor, Doctor Nefarious. Okay, let's go kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's the details. Uh, the announcement was made uh, late Monday that they reached a deal with Sony that allows Marvel Studios to introduce Spider-Man into its cinematic universe. According to the announcement, this Spider-Man will be new. Garfield will not be returning. Uh, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige will serve as co-producer on Sony's Spider-Man films, though Sony will have final say on all of its own web-slinging flicks. The announcement also notes that, quote, Marvel and Sony Pictures are exploring opportunities to integrate characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into future Spider-Man films, unquote. So it's not out of the question for, say, Daredevil and Spider-Man to battle crime in New York City side by side sometime in the future. Uh, under the deal, as they should, the new... Except that it is out of the question because they'd have to find a way to make Daredevil's costume big enough to hold a Batman costume under it. <laughs> Be Un dumb. Under this deal, Big the news. Fat Daredevil. Oh, I'm Daredevil. I'm, I'm a bat, Ben Affleck, but I'm Daredevil. Batman, oh, I'm fat. What? They're doing a new Big Daredevil. Not, yeah, not but he's going to be real fat. That's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's at that moment of, is he <laughs> fucking with me or does he know something is, I don't? This is, the new, yes. this is the new Daredevil direction. He's going to be really fat. They're going to go through this whole thing of Matt Murdock. Everything in the story is the same except Froggy is skinny and Daredevil is real fat. Foggy. It's yeah. a twist. Yes. Foggy is skinny. Not but Froggy. So it's like a Wilson Fist type. Froggy, Daredevil. whatever. I, you <laughs> say Froggy, I say Foggy. No, Fro actually, no, I you said, said yeah, right. said Froggy. <laughs> I said Froggy. So Foggy is all skinny now. Froggy is from the French version of the Daredevil. That's right. But Daredevil's really fat in this because they're trying to appeal to more the overweight. Like, yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, actual <laughs> fans. So it's well, a whole you thing. You know, like Thor, girl, and uh, Black Captain America, fat Daredevil. But it's it's all about how he when he went blind, he found solace in food as a kid. I and he see. got really, really fat, and he, you know his other senses are enhanced, and his his taste oh, and his right. smell was really his enhanced. his his echolocation is based off of munching potato chips. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He crunches a Dorito, <laughs> and he hears how it bounces yeah. back. So this this isn't a universe where all of the superheroes are clones of Herbie. Yeah, no, okay. it's just big fat Daredevil is what's called <laughs> big, big fat Daredevil, <laughs> and he's all he's all. Oh, does, does he get married? Oh, I gotta climb up so this Paul, building. He'd be like. Hey, hey, hey! I see you, Wilson Fisk. Yeah. <laughs> it's big fat Daredevil. Oh, I'm going to use my nunchucks. <laughs> there we go. Uh, here I go. <laughs> Hang on. I might not be able to see, 
But I'm as fat as I can be. <laughs> I'm fat, Daredevil. <laughs> I'm gonna bust some crime for you. It's fat, Daredevil. But why are you so sad, fat Daredevil? Uh, what? Why am I so sad? <laughs> yeah. Because, well, I tell you, because I eat all the time. I know it's not right, but I'm hungry. What am I supposed to do? I grew up in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> The like whole place I live is a kitchen. <laughs> Everywhere I go, there's a chance to eat. It's not my fault. Look at Paul getting so excited that he put that together. And I love it when the jokes I set up finally make sense. There's nothing more rewarding for me. Gordon Ramsay endlessly berating your, your yeah, cooking. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Fuck you, Gordon Ramsay. Get the hell out of my city. Get out of my town, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> what have you been eating, man? What have you been eating? Whatever I can find. <laughs> You're fine. You're fat. You can't cook. <laughs> Under the New Deal, this new Spider-Man will make his debut in a Marvel Studios film, most likely Captain America's Civil War, and then return to Sony for his own new film, co-produced by Marvel's Kevin Feige, which will be released on July 28th, 2017. Now, if that date sounds familiar to you, it's because Marvel Studios announced back in October that Thor Ragnarok will be coming out then. The studio revealed that four of its Phase 3 films now have new release dates. So it's been streamlined right into the group. Yeah, wow. didn't, the, uh, didn't the, the official Marvel post say that Fige was bringing in his own writing team over to Sony to help flesh out the character? I... Don't remember I'll reading that, ship. but I, I would assume that's happening. Please no origin. Please no origin. Please no origin. Well, I, there's a couple things. It's probably going to be an origin. Mm. I know. Well, but, but if he's going to appear in a, a Marvel Cinematic Universe film first before going back to Sony. If he's in Civil I War, there's no origin. Have, yeah, I don't think you're going to have the it. origin story. I'd love it if there's not an origin story. That'd but, be flashbacks or something. Exactly. Shit. Uh, but the big thing right now is everybody online is screaming for the Miles Morales. Uh, I'm seeing Spider-Man. a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that whatever. It's cool. <laughs> as long as it's done good. It's, it, seriously. They should, go with, they should go with the Indian one. But will it be done well? The Indian Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. from way back? No, no. The one from... From India. Oh, that one. Yeah. The crazy... The, 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 the live action crazy. Indian Spider-Man? No, 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 no. There was a crazy... <laughs> the Bollywood like, one? There's a crazy Indian... The manga. It's like an Indian manga. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got uh, like, Iron Sheik shoes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, pointy curl slippers. Mm-hmm. He's got like Dr. Cutler. Pointy curl slippers. Yeah, he does. He is. He's well, a little different. in paradox. <laughs> I think I actually have one of the, an issue of that, or I've just read an Damn, issue Damn, I thought you were going to say you had one of the pointy curl slippers. I was hoping so. <laughs> Mel Brooks has confirmed in a recent appearance on Adam Carolla's Take a Knee podcast that a sequel to his 1987 sci-fi comedy classic Spaceballs is in the early phases of development. And he wants some of the original cast back for the revival. Brooks said that his project is tentatively titled Spaceballs, The Search for More Money. (laughs) And he hopes to potentially start filming in early 2016 after the release of Star Wars The Force Awakens in December. Uh, Brooks has previously spoken about his desire to make a sequel, telling Parade Magazine back in 2014 that the writer Thomas Meehan has some great ideas for potential follow-up. But it sounds like a lot of that weight falls on the original star, Rick Moranis, who retired from acting a while back and has been tentative about returning to the craft. So did they get Henson Studios to uh, puppeteer uh, uh, Joan Rivers' corpse? 
Uh, no. And or John, John Candy's corpse. Which I'm so black, I hated that character, Barf. But, well, yeah. you've still got Paxton. Bill Pullman. Pullman. Pullman, yeah. One of them. Well, Paxton. <laughs> right. Dude, that, that's pretty good. They'll, br- like they'll bring in Horatio Sands as uh, as Barf to Barf's He's son. He's skinny now. He's too skinny. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. And Jim J. Bullock as oh, Captain Jim Valium. Oh, Jim J. Bullock Valium. as the robot. No, as Jim, <laughs> his, the Valium, uh, Prince Valium. Oh, that's why he was Prince Valium. Was he really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's changed. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> no, it'll be all different. You know, it'll be different. You'll have yogurt still. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I think you can count on. And uh, what's his name one. again? The the guy, the main guy. Pullman, you think Pullman will yeah, be, well, be in it? Yeah. And he's I not think, doing a whole lot these and days. I think Rick Moranis, that'd be a really cool way for him to come back. It, it would, would be. Just for like a little one shot. Mm-hmm. If he's not already doing something with the Ghostbusters, but I doubt it. I don't think he is. No, he's, he's pretty well rejected every attempt to bring him out of retirement. Yeah, he's, he yeah. stayed pretty true to that. Well, this would be a good one. It was hard to say no to Mel Brooks. But part of his reasoning was was uh, to raise his kids. His kids yeah. must be. Right. After They're his wife there. passed. Yeah. Once your kids hit 40, get back into <laughs> acting, dude. <laughs> well, but there. his kids are starting to get old enough that they, you know. They can stay at home alone for a minute or two. Yeah. 40's pretty independent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's good to get up. 40's no, in their 20s. They're in their teens. Oh, yeah. no, I, mean, no, I keep no, they're telling they're myself. They've got to be in their 20s. <laughs> Quick. Yeah, I don't have my phone, so I'm just going to sit here and talk. Talk, 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 talk. Because I'm not looking at a little box. You just have to listen to me. Jabber away. Paul, give him your phone. (laughs) (laughs) No. Shuisha's Young Jump magazine has revealed that a live action film adaptation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Repeat that. Who says what? Who? Shuisha, Young Jump magazine. We're going to manga territory here. Film adaptation, live action of Kenichi Tachibana and Yu Sasuga's sci-fi manga series, Terraformers. Has been greenlit. So has been greenlit is the only thing I understood. The rest of it was random <laughs> syllables. Uh, what, I, I, what really draws me to this story is filmmaker Takashi Miike. Ooh, I was going to say. Has been tapped to hell. Terraformers is crazy, dude. It's a vampire story. Okay. Uh, a friend of mine was telling me a little bit about it. Uh, let me look it up real quick. and I'll, well, I'll, I, have I'll a, I have a description oh, here. Yeah, I'll remember what it's talking about. They're like, it's like they find these vampires on this planet. Not exactly vampires. Go ahead. Okay. Wait, no. This is like this is like drunk history. This is like dimly remembered. I did. I dimly. I did. No, seriously. Like the, it's 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 people going to terraform new planets and then they discover these freaks underneath the planet. Go ahead. Okay. I love it. How you just give up? Go ahead. <laughs> kind of like chuds, but vampire chuds. But go uh, ahead. Takeshi Miike is behind uh, such films as Ichi the Killer, uh, Phoenix Reich, Ace Attorney, and Yatterman. Uh, this won't be the first adaptation for Terraformers. An anime adaptation was simulcast during Crunchyroll's fall 2014 anime season. Re- received praise from both fans and critics. Uh, the manga was re- released in 2011, seeing its 12th volume hitting in February. Uh, 10 million copies in circulation. But here's the blurb of the story. Terraformers is a 2011 Japanese sci-fi manga. Uh, the story follows an attempt to colonize Mars. 21st century humanity first sought to terraform the planet by sending modified algae to change the planet's atmosphere. Cockroaches were cleverly used as the method to transport the algae across the planet. Cockroaches become these like sentient... Go ahead. Yeah, 500 years later, (laughs) (laughs) the first humans descend upon Mars to see if the terraforming experiment was successful. What greeted them were giant mutated cockroaches who possessed immense strength. Yeah. And the landing party was wiped out. Yep. I think they have like psychic abilities too. 
Like they have like they're vamp they're they're psychically I don't know, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's too bad you're not a drinker because you'd be perfect for drunk history. <laughs> if I was actually approached by them, I might actually get drunk for the first time and do it. I'm, I'm just go gonna I'm, actually, that's I'm just gonna leave it there because that's that's all I really want to give out on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it goes a little too too deep into the story after that. Uh, oh. yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Uh yeah, my friend was telling me about it and it sounded oh. really compelling. Okay, but you're not gonna give more details after you stopped, right? That's I okay. I couldn't remember exactly I, I remembered it being about an alien planet and then and then the van- I, I thought vampires but it turns out it's cockroaches and i think there's a sword that sings <laughs> no, and, no, uh, no 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 uh and, on a side a note on a side note this week i received my copy of the 14th volume of the neon genesis evangelion manga a- adaptation mm-hmm. uh over 14 years in the making it took them 14 years to get that whole thing done and translated. And I've been buying that book. You know what? It might even be longer than 14. No, it's it's yeah, it's been 14 fucking years I've been buying those. And I've bought three different versions of the manga. It's been printed so many times. And I finally they finally came out with a real deluxe one a couple years back where it's printed like it should be. Uh right to left and um and also uh yeah, just good. Well, Are and, you? And, and here you were complaining, Matt, about Martin taking five years to write his next novel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt. Yeah, no, it takes it took takes for fucking ever. I mean, you know the story already because it's the story of the of the anime, but it goes into a different detail and expands on some stuff, kind of like. Uh, Are you Battle sure Royal. that's the way you pronounce it? What Evangelion? Evangelion. It's yeah. a hard G. Evangelion. They they say it out loud like that, or what? Do just... people say Evangelion? Oh, well, that's the way. Even... I've always assumed it was because it sounds like it, it is Evangelion. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. He's probably thinking. I mean, that the evan- I could be wrong. Evangelic. I could be wrong. I've only spent twenty years obsessing over this property, <laughs> yeah. buying every goddamn trinket. Yeah, I have that, what ten fucking wall scrolls? That would be all the, f- the Kubrick figures, except for one set that I'm missing that now cost an unholy amount of money. I'll never get see, tons that of would, action. That would what? be the funny bit, though, if you were actually yeah, pronouncing right. it wrong yeah, for I'm 20 saying, well, years. Well, it's Evangelion. <laughs> it's Evangelion. Okay. <laughs> Evangelion. So, push your glasses up. So evangelism, evangelic, uh, yeah. all those are mispronounced. Or, or Evangeline. No, it's Evangelion. Okay. Hey, I, uh, I hey, it got, us this, got us this far to figure out Kevin Fige's name. And even now, <laughs> we're not positive. <laughs> <laughs> go Stop. find people saying Evangelion and you'll find people who don't know what the fuck the property is <laughs> yeah and while you're at it go find people who say Arrow's murdery because I mean, he's pretty, pretty murderous because stuff never gets mistranslated from Japanese into English no but English. I'm, t- I'm just the way that was pronounced is Evangelion Evangelion <laughs> oh now you're doing oh, it shit Evangelion I will say jelly and just does not sound right no it's not that's all it is it's just it's just a trick of pronunciation and sound for effect which is a thing the Japanese do a lot they pronounce things to sound a different way it's because they like the sound of it Cooper Holmes yeah who uh, you know our mutual friend who patronizes Ralph's great comic book store alternate reality comic lived in Japan for a while and he gave it to me a great explanation because I remember talking to him about some uh, Godzilla movies where they actually occasionally will do things like uh, Raja instead of you know uh, the Japanese word for the response to that and and uh, you know three two one take off and I'm like 
why do they do that in English? Because there's, there's no context for it in English. And he's like, because in Japanese it sounds cool. And he was, it's just like we will adopt words, foreign words into our language and use them because they sound cool. Mm-hmm. It is the exact same analogy for them. Yeah. It's so, like uh, uh, Michelangelo saying cowabunga. Bonsai. Wait, I, the painter? Like that. No, yeah, it's, it's pronounced Michelangelo. Yes. <laughs> Michelangelo. <laughs> Michelangelo. Michelangelo Blight. That's what I drink. No, I'm he's fucked up. The Chapel. I'm fucked up because Wait, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired from the oh, day. Uh-huh. I apologize. Uh, but I, I had to clean both my bathrooms today. That was that day. That's a four-hour chore. Yeah. And, uh, Each. Well, no, it, it was four hours total. Oh, okay. If you go in the bowl instead of on the floor. <laughs> oh! No, I just, I have a yeah. thorough bathroom Man, cleaning system. Somebody's ass is getting kicked after the, he's no, not going to make fine. it to his car he's in fine. the parking lot. He's fine. I usually go in my pants. Uh, but, uh, I was fine until I went to my little bathroom and was finishing it off and I sprayed down some more bleach cleaner and it just hit me like, oh, so I've fumigated my brain today pretty heavily <laughs> oh my. with, you know, because mixing you know, the ammonia and the bleach together. They say, they, oh, yeah. all, those, all those things say, do not mix, do not mix. I'm like, fuck it. I hose everything. I spray everything down with Lysol. Then I toss on the bleach spray. Then I throw on Ajax with bleach. And then I start scrubbing. And it's like, you know, it's a, I'm like, I'm going to fucking get you. You know, they had a Geneva convention after World War One to stop people from using that shit. Yeah, well, too bad. Boo. <laughs> You're not supposed to close the shower curtain and the door. <laughs> yeah, no. And that was the thing. I had lots of ventilation going on in my big bathroom. I had the fan on, my windows open, so I could actually get some air in there. But the little bathroom is in the the heart of the hole, and there's just no way to get any air. The in there, heart so. of the it's, hole. It's in the nuke free. It's in the nuke free zone. Well, it's even got a fan in it, but it was just like it just hit me. Uh, usually, those 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 fans, those motherfuckers, are just recirculating things. They have like a carbon filter. This will solve all your problems, and they just pulled it. it oh, so Jesus, dumb. yeah. <laughs> It yeah, the, uh, the, the 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 crew I worked with uh, back in my apartment cleaning days, they called those the fart fans. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pointless, a pointless. Oh thing. my god, I've forgotten about that job. Wow. Oh, you have you? I'm glad you were able yeah. to forget. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> Must be real nice there, Quaid. Fuck don't, me. You, don't you love it? That, ever since he got his eyes fixed, Andy has been such a sassy yeah, bitch. Everything's clear. Everything's clear again. He's starting to remember things. I can I recall can from what again. I can see. Uh, you know, you fucked yourself out of your uh, Big Fat Daredevil uh, audition. Yeah. <laughs> you been, I'm also blind. But I am getting fat. Well, I'm not one to talk. I got on the scale today. I have hit 305. I've got to get on salads. There's no two ways about it. <laughs> well, lettuce, your favorite. I'm already talking. Yeah, we. I'm already talking it up with the uh, ice cream uh, social uh, scoops. Uh, trying so, to get some motivation going. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I'm and gonna there is a conspicuous lack of bag of eats sitting right in front of you. This is true. And yeah. you are sucking on a bottle of water. I didn't bring anything. I had a, a, a smoothie for dinner, and I'm having water. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to be better. You and me both, brother. I gotta. Yeah. We all. All of us do. All of us do. Hey, we, we're all fine, we're, man. We're, 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 all, we're all kind of thick people. Aren't we? <laughs> we, we are nerds. <laughs> are we not nerds? It's true. I mean, we I've always referred to my gut as my nerd street cred. <laughs> but uh, 
at the same time. Uh, yeah, but a street, Paul, not a fucking highway in California. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, not an eight lane. I uh, I actually participated in the weight loss going. challenge at work. Really? There's a you. weight loss challenge at work happening. Yeah, I have I have gained since, since you know uh, working in Vegas. It's funny because everyone simultaneously appreciates and also jokes about the fact that. Casinos provide EDRs, employee dining rooms, free food, and usually even the lousy ones have some pretty good food compared to your normal cafeteria. Right. And I have, I have gained, I have gained 35 pounds since <laughs> I started working at Ka two and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it creeps up on you, but it's all good. You lost a ton though too, and yeah. you're still. I gained back half the weight I lost. I lost seven. Yeah, you're still holding it together, man. It's, I'm doing I, what I can. I let it go. <laughs> I fucking frozen that shit. I remember when you came back from the boat that one. The first time, time well, the first time from the boat was good, and uh, and way back when I really lost weight, when I was still working for Second City, when I got down to two hundred five, so I'm a hundred pounds over where wow. I was in two thousand and you, you don't look five. Like, you really don't look like three hundred pounds. I know that's the that, but you that's don't. the fucked up thing. You don't yeah. look good, but I you know. don't look like three hundred pounds. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, you are good. I'll, I'll hold him down. You want me to hold him down? After? No, 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 no. Okay. He's right though. But this is the fucked up thing. It's like I look in the mirror and I'm like, all oh, right, and then I get on the scale and I'm like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I have the same problem. It's like yeah. I carry. It's like where is it? Where is it hiding? Right. Like, it hides. It oh, hides wait, well, which right I'm there. thankful yeah, for. Yeah, I'm thankful for. There's plenty of people that are a few inches shorter than me and a few pounds less than me that look like they got hit with a truck and it's like <laughs> god damn uh so yeah i'm, I'm yeah, thankful I, I i don't know it's a dubious claim to fame but at star trek the experience when i was working starfleet and i was at my heaviest i had i had the size 50 jumper that's a 50 inch chest for the unitard spandex stuff. yeah the spandex but i actually did manage to wear it fairly well because most of the time when i gain weight i gain it in my chest and shoulders first yeah. so even when i was 250 pounds at six foot one 35 percent body fat my chest was still a couple inches wider than my waist which goes a long way towards saving you from yep but you know you i mean you know how it is we all do it's just grunting to put on your fucking socks and get in and out of your car it's just there comes a point when you're like fuck yep so yeah buying new pants and going do i admit that i need another size bigger or <laughs> well i, I told this on the my... other podcast but i had pants explode on me oh my yeah wow. so i had my my Whoa. my pants explode when i was zipping up my zipper the other day it was like two three weeks ago <laughs> and so i had to go buy new pants so i bought new pants that were thicker and had a stronger zipper but the button was not great. In fact, it exploded. Oh, wow. So on this second pair of pants that I bought, <laughs> oh my I'm God. driving around and this button just the button <laughs> the button disintegrated. It disintegrated as I'm driving. I feel this little <laughs> and I, oh, no. I, I, I gain like an inch of of, of, of relaxation in my gut. Yeah. And, but but I'm like I'm like oh something went and and. <laughs> And I go down there, and the button, and I, and I, I, the button slides right off. And what had happened was, it was one of those, you know, little four holes where the string goes through. Well, that had just shattered. It broke and the button. It, it didn't broke, break the threads. No, it didn't break the threads. Oh, so the threads are still holding this nubbin. Oh, God. There's this little plastic nubbin of the center core of the button sitting on the edge, and then the rest of the button was loose. Now, I was like, oh fuck. Until you lose the weight, which you, we both, we both need to lose. Yes. You may want to get bigger pants. 
I or, did. Or bib overalls. No. Oh, <laughs> dude, when I worked janitor rotation, when I first started Star Trek, when I worked janitor rotation, we wore those big, uh, crazy overall big jumpsuits. Uh, jumpsuits. Oh, that was heaven. I was like, all right. Swimming those. Oh, man. I, it's, it's like a, a, a Dr. Venture speed suit. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. Hey, man, this is where you go. I think you could pull off the junior samples. I, I have back in the day, um, but no, I would never wear bib overalls now good god oh oh i'd look just, a damn get just you a little sure piece of straw am, to put in your mouth and i am old enough that i wore them when they were fashionable in the late 70s right with that come on eileen shit yeah just make sure you get the 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 waistband button that's that's riveted on that's Not, what i was i was like i need a riveted button but i don't want to pay you need bigger pants i got bigger pants okay but i need a riveted button as well the pants were they're 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 my size pants. They're just the riveted button. The button couldn't hold. If they're your size pants, they shouldn't be exploding. <laughs> but they did. They shattered. <laughs> it was Shen a weak Ube. ass button. Oh, well, I still shattered. wear these pants. Here's the thing: the, the zipper's strong enough. I can zip it all the way up. <laughs> the zipper holds. No. But I've just got a flappy top top <laughs> spot. And you wear there. your shirt yeah, out. You know, yeah, I've got comfy. a little. I've yeah. got my. Well, it's, they're my dress pants. For my day job, so I've got my cummerbund, which slides right over. Oh, so okay, it is. Oh. You know, cummerbund. Sewing yeah. a button on is not exactly rocket science. Well, it ain't exactly something I want to do. Okay, because because <laughs> it'll explode again. I wanted. I, I want. I want to have somebody install a rivet on it, just a rivet button. Then I'd be go good. Buy, go buy a metal button. Rosie yeah. the Riveter. Just. <laughs> How much do those cost to get a button maker that'll stick your thing? That is beyond my purview. Three easy payments of nine ninety nine. Probably pretty expensive. As seen on TV. Anyway, the soldering so iron. there's my sad fat ass. Costume people contact <laughs> but it is, Paul. It is getting to a point. I've got to. I've got to reel it in because my 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 butt is trying to escape all the time now. My butt <laughs> wants Paul, out of my a town pants. full of costume people. Somebody here can help you. Somebody contact Paul and tell him. Oh to do no, I don't want no. I don't want to get modified fatty clothes. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a fucking no, He's going to get care no, packages no, no, no. with just, stretchy Preger pants. I, right, exactly. <laughs> Here you go. These will fit great. These are made of breeze. Now, fuck it. I'll just... Yeah, the Emperor's new clothes. You don't want to get the Shatner girdle? Oh, God damn. Yeah. I'll just borrow my wife's Spanx. I'll be good to go. <laughs> Fox greenlit a pilot for a new TV series based on the Lucifer character who first appeared in Neil Gaiman's Sandman back in 1989. This is based on... I'm the Sandman! Beep, on Vertigo's spinoff series... Published from 2000 to 2006. It will be produced by Californication creator and executive producer Tim Capinos. Everybody knows I rule the dream world, but here's something you might not know. I thought it was Tom Capinos. I should be played by that guy that was from Third Rock from the Sun. Boo, 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 ba What did I say? <laughs> Tim? Hmm. Oh. Well, it's a Capinos. You're right, Tom Capinos. Well, what you about go. your okay. Capinos? Wow. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. Somebody needs his lenses his replaced. His Capinos are too small. He needs bigger Capinos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he just, just needs a riveted button. <laughs> he just needs a riveted button. His Capino will be fine. <laughs> Fix your capino, asshole. And a brand new pair of capinos. <laughs> <laughs> 
While it's only a green greenlit pilot, it seems Fox has is hot on the idea of Lucifer as a demonic denizen oh, they're of hot Los on the Angeles. idea? Who's this copyrighting fuck? <laughs> Beat him dead. Yeah, Torgo. <laughs> Shit this guy. Yeah, seems like Fox is hot to get Lucifer produced quick. <laughs> they're in a hell of a hurry to fast track this one right to the flaming top. <laughs> Devil. This fire. This brimstone and stuff. <laughs> 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 This script is on fire. Was what I was about to say. Be beat me to the sand fire. <laughs> Mike Carey, Peter. It's going to be on at nine Inferno. <laughs> Ryan Kelly <laughs> Inferno? On, on Saturday nights. Produced the entire 75 issue vertical run of Lucifer with the gentleman devil abandoning hell and slithering in and out of lives of troubled human beings in Southern <laughs> California while fending off vicious attacks by the archangel Amandale. No casting or director. Damn it! Damn it! I'm a deal. Archangel, I'm a deal. You got to be faster than that, Matt. You got to be faster than that. You got it at the same time. No casting. No casting or director details have been released. Thank you, Torgo. Yes, I'm a deal. It's gonna premiere June 6, 2066. Whoa! Whoosh! Burn! Mine. Blown. <laughs> See, I'm a this, I'm a this. This man's a dead person. It's a line what? from the tick. He's, he's, okay. he's, he's talking about uh, the, the Falco being dead. It's, it's, it's a phone conversation going on in the background while the tick is talking. He's like, talk about Falco, and it's it's uh, Batman. Well, Falco like, punch. And he goes, See, I'm a this, I'm a this. This is a dead person. Yeah, that's my flat joke for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> I get one. It's a mulligan. Oh, God. Yeah, if only you got one. <laughs> Robotech. If only I got one. To the rescue. <laughs> Was a 1980s anime series that spanned 85 episodes over three different eras. For many children in the 80s, it was the first exposure to animation that could be thematically complex. Characters died, romances blossomed, and victory sometimes required great sacrifice while giant transforming robots fought against giant aliens in exosuits. Uh, Deadline reports that Warner Brothers-based producers Gianni Nuari and Mark Canton and scribe Michael Gordon, who was behind 300 in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, set to pen the screenplay and are moving forward. They have uh, Andy Andy Muschietti, who is the director of Mama, in mind to direct, uh, plans to bring the cult series to the big screen as a live-action flick have been around since 2007, with back then Tobey Maguire was attached to produce and probably even star in the big screen version. As Minmay. <laughs> I, yeah, two people out there laughing their asses off. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Robotech fans. Same people laugh at Andy's jokes. Right, maybe. Well, that's sad. That was a show my friends in college always tried to get me to watch Robotech? and never could quite get into it. Robotech. Is Macross Macross is something different, or is that part of Robotech? Same stuff. It's weird. So Harmony Gold, that crazy corporation that brought it here to the states, got all the rights to it. What they did was they took three separate anime, yes, and turned them into one giant overarching story with some clever writing and editing. Is that the one? I know. I remember reading in Starwog years ago. There's like, uh, I think it's Robotech, but there's a, it starts off in the first episode with some young brash pilot entering the show. And Ooh, what it, a new concept. <laughs> it well, was back it then. It was back in then. It's the 70s. Uh, and, and then by the end of the series, uh, the, the captain dies and he takes over as a captain. 
I think that's how they play it out. Yeah, that's yeah. the the Macross saga. Sorry, uh, spoiler. <laughs> the first the first series is the best. Well, it was the first one that 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 Harmony Gold had purchased. The other two, the only thing they really had in common was like the transforming vehicles, right? Some and, of the, some of the vehicles, and that, but they were completely different, very different stories, series, and different yeah. characters, and. So yeah, it's they, but they made it like they made it children of the previous characters and stuff like that. And then they I rewrote know. like the English subtitles to to try to make it connected so that yeah. it was, you know, one series even though it was three completely separate series. And yeah, it's 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 really confusing if you ever try to go watch the original. It's like Japanese it's like versions. Star Blazers where they they threw in weird stuff like that robot appears and. You were telling me about this, right? The Star Blazers, where uh, no, I, I battle, battle, the battle the planets, planets <clears throat> which is Star Blazers. When I saw, gotcha no, 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 man. that's no. Gotcha Man. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha Star man. Blazers. Star, Star Blazers, Blazers is, is not Gotcha Man. Star Blazers is uh, is it, no, is it Battleship Yamato? I space Battleship I Yamato. Think so, yeah. Right, isn't it? Isn't it? but it was Star Blazers here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, G Force. Yeah. No, 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 it's not G Force. Yeah. No, dude, that is all G Force. G Force has got you. That's what I'm saying. You right. were you were telling me you were watching. Yeah, nothing this. to do with Seven Zark Seven and that little dog under under water added in. That well, was added in for America to take out the cursing and the ultra violence. And, and he would also explain to it make off it screen. Star Wars related because Gotcha Man actually is all Earthbound. Right. And Star. Isn't the villain like in the Japanese like sex? Berg Kesta, yes, yeah, he's yeah. a he's a transgender yeah. lady man. Okay, <laughs> yep, but, but yeah. he's also an alien, so it's like what the fuck? You can't just go. He's he's a transgender lady man. He's a he's an alien thing. He's a he she though. Yeah, this mm-hmm. like in I finally got uh, the first volume of Transor Z came out. The old Transor Z from the sixties. And it's the first 50 episodes, mm. and they got Dr. Demon, the big bad guy, and his main henchman, uh, whose name escapes me right now. Oh, no, Dr. Hell is his name. They called him Dr. Demon in the translation. Dr. Hell is what they call him in the actual thing. Uh, Dr. Hell. Uh, and and but the other guy who is his assistant is like he's half, half man, half woman split down the middle. Ouch. And depending on which way he's facing the camera is the way the voice is played out. It's interesting. But it, that thing, and then Gatchaman took that a step further and made it all weird. Yeah. yeah. That you, live action Gatchaman movie is watchable. Watchable. Yeah. That's my rousing, <laughs> high, high praise. Rousing rousing high praise fully, indeed. Fully watchable live action Gatchaman movie. So kind of like two and a half kicks in the dick. It does not get all the future points, but it's not terrible. <laughs> and you were right, Paul. Star Blazers was Space Battleship Yamato. Right. I was pretty. Go, yeah. I was ninety nine percent certain, but because I just verified. Because when you when you watch it, it's it's that uh, Yamato. When they got this, it's our wow. Star Blazers. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're up in outer space. Yeah, I remember right. that. Okay. Yeah. But it's but it used to be it used to be Yamato, but they get our Star Blazers because it's weird to have American kids halfway even interested in that at all because it's real. The whole thing is based around the resurrection of a destroyed World War Two, yeah, naval ship. Yeah, it's so weirdly politically. St- it's just odd. Yeah. It's yeah. odd. It's great, but it's odd. I'm sure. Hence the whole Star Blazers. Right. Instead yeah. Of oh yeah, they're like, yeah. Star Blazers. Yeah. Instead of the battleship Yamato coming to. <laughs> Back from the dead to fuck you up. So as long as we're in, in, in weird Japanese stuff, do you have the Red Power Ranger thing in there? No. 
Oh, it's in your pants. Oh, yeah. No. Red it's Rocket. It's red and it's power. Red Rocket. Going <laughs> ranging. What happened about the Red Power Ranger? Yeah, he's uh, he's um, been arrested for murder. Oh, was it really? Was it the red one? I think so. Oh. <laughs> Not the black angry. one? I would have thought the black one. No. He's got to be a black power ranger. The black one hasn't been black in a long time. <laughs> no, no. You guys they are being racist. I'm commenting on the dark up? nature of the suit. Commenting right. on the well, what about the red for anger and murder? Red translates to murder, dude. Haven't you read blogs lately? Anger is the new hotness. It's all good to be anger. I guess blogs. Get out of here with your talk. What do you got? <laughs> so nice. He's looking it up. What happened to him? Uh, Who did he murder? Says, Who did he kill? It was your story, Andy? Allegedly, did he kill a sword? Allegedly pulls Sorry. sword and stabs roommate to death. What? Is the, is <laughs> he the power ranged him. <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, now take this for what you will. It's in the Washington Post. So uh, um, that's a real paper. Go go that's murder real... rampage. Oh, yeah, it's the Washington <laughs> Journal. That <laughs> uh, go, former go, red murder rampage. Ricardo Medina Jr., thirty-six, who hit go, the Ricardo Medina. The... You crazy fucker, Ricardo Medina. Hit the Power Rangers circuit in two thousand two as the Red Ranger on the television series. Power Rangers Wild Force allegedly stabbed ah, and killed his wild roommate. Wild Force. Now it's going to be called Excessive Force. <laughs> allegedly stabbed and killed his roommate Joshua Sutter Saturday in their home near Santa Clarita. He was arrested Sunday. Oh. Yeah, he like kicked on the door, and then the guy had the sword in his room, and he pulled the sword and stabbed. And I guess his girlfriend was there too, but she didn't get stabbed. Wait, so the, oh, the guy green power kicked Ranger. down the door? Jealousy. Yeah, they were they were having a fight, and and the yes. roommate the roommate retreated to his room. Oh, the roommate retreated to his room, and then the, the Red Power Ranger kicked down the door and pulled the sword that was sitting in the guy's room. On Saturday afternoon, police believe the what two the men fuck? got into a fight. Allegedly, uh, Medina reportedly went into his bedroom with his girlfriend and locked the door. Sutter reportedly followed him and forced the door open. Oh no! See now you're getting that's, backwards. That's Sutter. when police Medina. Medina's police, the one who had police the sword said Medina his... pulled a sword he kept in the bedroom he and allegedly his stabbed room. his roommate in the stomach. Oh, so self defense. Thank you, fail. fact check Andy. God, no, fa- <laughs> fact fuck Andy. Medina then called nine one one and good waited there, pal. Got it exactly backwards. What you don't know there, Andy, is Ursula threw her staff down it. Before he grew to huge size, he had to kill it. I, I, I liked Paul's vaguely remembered story so well that I figured I'd try it myself. I, it's, <laughs> it's fun to vaguely remember shit. Now you see the fun of it. Wow, I do. I wow. do. You, you missed. Uh, go this, ahead. I was gonna say, is that? Go ahead. Did we miss the journalism joke, knock there? Oh, no, for Andy. <laughs> well, you, you got it. Uh, okay. Several people got it actually. <laughs> Fuck Andy. I like that. Andy's a fine journalist. Hey, if Brian Williams can still be a journalist. <laughs> oh, nope. Yeah, they oh, just, he can't, can he? No, the last thing suspended. here was That's that the craziest his, bullshit anyway. We're his first court appearance is set for Tuesday. Wow. But uh, oh. apparently he called 911 and waited at the home for the police to arrive. So, Well, that was good. <laughs> In the <laughs> wait, end, he wait did the right the police. <laughs> good God. Well, Andy will wait tell you if it police. excuses Arrow. <laughs> Wait that, there for the police. Yeah, really. With I the mean, dead like body so of your he's not roommate. Dead, so he's not dead. He's just in shock. Right. Yes! <laughs> uh, 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 uh. What a bunch of ass. <laughs> Wall oh, Street Red Ranger. <laughs> Wall Street poor Journal roommate. reports Netflix and Nintendo are in the early stages of producing a live action series based on the Legend of Zelda. The publication sources describe the project as being in the early stages, but being thought of as, quote, Game of Thrones for a family audience, unquote. I've, I've heard that. I've, 
I've heard that description of it too. It's being thought of as hardcore porn for the family audience. <laughs> no writers Game have been Thrones attached. Not hardcore porn. And Arrow's not murdering. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, hardcore porn for a family audience would be interesting to see. Did you get? <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear? Honey, Apparently, I'm home. Miley right. Cyrus uh, is in a porn. She's taking that little. Weird, I heard it was uh, just. It was so much porn. It was just like just like S S M N. S and M S and M cutscenes, right? Well, that that whole thing, but like I guess it's been extended to more of a full fledged she porn is, movie. She well, okay. I was gonna say the the thing that I well, read. Jeff's got the details. <laughs> I read a lot of photography blogs. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll, I'll read a lot of photography. Doesn't help, blogs. Jeff. Bull your way through. Bull your way through. Just there is a porn exhibit in New York. She did some photos with a photographer in bondage gear. So there's, it, yes. there's, there's no nudity in it. It's just her in various stages of bondage in photos. So it's less Larry Flint and more Maplethorpe. That's yeah. the, that's the well. I heard. I don't know. I've have you seen the video called Tongue Tied that she's in? Is that the S and M E one? Yeah, they tired. I've seen tongue. clips. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just artsy, but she's. She's weird. <laughs> She's cool. She's doing her I own like thing. Miley. Do yeah. your thing, girl. She's a young woman who's experimenting. I right? apologize in I'm advance. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. You Don't she blow in your head. Like, what's wrong with you? Well, what do you Hideous want me to do? Gas in my direction. He uncloaked one after Starbucks. None of us bow. are smokers. We could bust out a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Use your lighter uh, function on your yeah. phone. Light, light that absinthe. <laughs> That'll probably go. <laughs> well, here's an odd thing that happened the other night. You probably didn't realize it. But a television pilot for an adaptation of Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time aired in the wee hours of Sunday night on cable. The somewhat low-budget half-hour pilot episode for Winter Dragon aired on FXX at 1.30 in the morning Eastern Standard Time Sunday night and was client-supplied programming. That means it was purchased airtime similar to an infomercial meaning that it's not a series that FXX had secretly developed. So why did a show based on one of the biggest fantasy series out there air in the dead of night with zero fanfare? You want to know why? I'll answer this right now. Better Call Saul, Walking Dead uh, mid-season premiere. Whatever the hell it was. It's basically an issue of keeping the rights intact. (laughs) Nope, nope. It's my reasoning. I got the answer right there. Oh, we can't put it up against that. Let's put it up at one in the morning. <laughs> no, that's not how that goes. They find another. That's it. They find another that's night. It. They find another night. Are you kidding me? Uh, much like the circumstances that led to Roger Corman's infamous 1994 Fantastic Four film. Yeah. Uh, the folks at io9 tracked down the show's executive producer, Rick Selvage, who confirmed that the haphazard debut was, quote, more of an issue of getting it on the air. Unquote. With the clock ticking, they had to get something on the air, so they produced Winter Dragon, which is being described as a prologue to a potentially larger and more ambitious series that would tackle the full tale of Wheel of Time. Selvage's Red Eagle Entertainment acquired the rights for the book series in the mid-2000s and had the project in some form of development for several years. Here's what Selvage told io9 about the project. You probably wouldn't know that a lot of pilots are put on the air at different times in different ways and for different reasons. With a lot of other properties, there's always an air date that you need to air something by. And that was certainly part of it. It was a pilot for a high-budget production television series. We think there's a huge demand for the television series internationally. 
and we're looking forward to producing it and getting it in the marketplace. That sounds like the rights dispute surrounding Wheel of Time could get a little hairy, as Robert Jordan's widow has released a statement saying that she was dumbfounded and never consulted about the show, noting that Universal's rights to the franchise are set to revert back on Wednesday. It's not entirely clear how slash if Universal is involved with Red Eagle. It could get messy. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a tangled web. Yeah. It was really interesting hearing that and just being like, okay, yeah, he's holding the rights. And then she came out with her little statement, and then it's suddenly like, wow, this is uh, this is Marvel-rific. <laughs> I wish it was a channel that showed nothing but failed pilots. I would watch that oh, channel. Oh, that would be so awesome. <laughs> It's called YouTube, Andy. It's called fucking YouTube, Andy. You gotta hunt through so much shit. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You gotta type in failed pilot. You gotta hunt through so much shit to get to the failed pilot. (laughs) Oh, poor Andy. Hey, last time I did that, search Eltingville, and you're gonna get you're gonna get enough of all that you need right there. (laughs) Of course, you search YouTube. They're all failed pilots. They gotta be terrible. Do you guys remember the Phoenix? Yeah, Uh -uh. I don't. Wait, was this um? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, seventies. <laughs> right, seventies. Paul and yeah. Andy, lighten it up, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> no, I was thinking. Yes, I do remember that. Wait, wait. No, no. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes, I do. No, there were hold no. on, hold on. Was that in the seventies? Then I remember. They were, they were. Wait, 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 wait. Do I? Sure. Okay. Gotcha. Is it called The Phoenix? There were two shows <laughs> Here we go. that were so similar that they, well, it seemed like they were written from the same script. And go ahead. Pilots. It was The Phoenix, and then there was another one called um, something like The Quest Star Files. Sounds right. And, and, they, and probably they both The Quester did, Tapes. That might have been it. But that it was, was Roddenberry's but, project. But it was the same thing. I mean, there was actually a scene where they're, where they're rolling dice at a casino rolling dice, and they both figure out a way to roll the dice so that they're winning money. Because they're aliens or, or whatever the hell they were. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It it's was, okay, Andy. It's in keeping with today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is the vaguest episode ever. Yeah. I love it. No, I don't. I barely remember it. That's uh, so the thing. It's, the I, Phoenix was, it was the guy from the. He was all crazy skinny and long haired and fluffy well, haired. He was the guy from Beastmaster, if I remember correctly. Really? Singer? Yeah. And it was before Beastmaster, of course. He was huh. he was skinny, but he was blonde, and he had a medallion, and that's what gave right, him his right, power. Yeah, medallion, okay. Medallion for the Phoenix. What you got, Jeff? The Phoenix TV series, nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty two. The seventies. Yes. No, oh yes. No, I remember. You're absolutely right, because that's that's exactly when it was. Well, because maybe I was a baby. Maybe the question. I was six re- years old. An alien released from an Incan tube searches for his mate. There you go. How, long, how many episodes? <laughs> Three? Uh, it says March, first episode, March 19th, 1982. Final episode, April 16th. So not even a month. Let's see what the total so like number is. I think it was like three were. episodes. Wow. It's not yeah. a lot. I, w- I would have There seen, you go. YouTube and Phoenix TV. I would have seen go. both those pilots Time at like one, watch or, one in the morning. Phoenix on YouTube. That would have been Here one of those go. things like when I wasn't sleeping, I was like flipping around the channels and finding weird shit like that in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Quester files. That wasn't uh, the nine Quester tapes. Uh, yeah. uh, Phoenix aired for nine episodes. Oh, nine. And who, who played as, who played the Phoenix? Oh, you're gonna make me go back here. <laughs> Judson Scott. Oh, see, it was not the Beastmaster. Well, that explains why he was so skinny. <laughs> Judson Scott's 
famously known as uh, Khan sidekick in the That's who it is. To, uh, it's, no, it's what's his name, isn't it? Wrath of Khan. Oh, yeah, it's Wrath of Khan. Is it Wrath of Khan or is it David? Yeah. No, you're right. It's Wrath of Khan. Oh, Sir, we have Joaquin. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have one. You have Genesis. You can have everything. What? No, I'm driven. I'm watching the Phoenix now. The Phoenix. <laughs> driven. That's right, viewers out there. Oh, this is there totally a VHS is. copy. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, because that be. one made a DVD. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch a little bit of that Wheel of Time oh, oh, that. late night airing. Really? Did you? Did you just happen upon it? Or well, it's knew? available on YouTube now, so you can. Oh, you know the you place where all it. the failed pilots <laughs> are. Right. Ah. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> what struck me, aside from the obvious low-budget nature of it, that Billy Zane is the star. So what? <laughs> and Billy Zane's delivery is almost spot-on audio to Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones. <laughs> does that say it, like, it? It, it, that, 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 over, that same exact well, pronunciation. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm Billy Zane. <laughs> now I'll have you know that the Wheel of Time turns for no man. <laughs> Only me, Mr. Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, wasn't it nice to be have a sister who's a butthole? <laughs> my father hates me, and my sister hates me, and my family hates me. My brother kind of likes me, but my sister hates me. I like whores. I like alcohol. I'm Mr. Game of Thrones. Yeah, Mr. Game of Thrones and Mr. Wheel of Time. I'll never get my respect from my father because I'm half a man. Mr. Wheel of Thrones. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Game of time. Guys, TM, Wheel of Thrones. It's all Wheel about it's all about a kingdom ruled by magic paraplegics. That's called a Ferris wheel. <laughs> no, they're magic paraplegics. Wheel of Thrones. They all sit on wheelchairs wheel that are of thrones. Wheel of Thrones. I like yeah. that. Wheel of Thrones. These are our Wheel of Thrones. <laughs> they are roly chairs. Everyone in this world is born paraplegic. But that's nice. I like that. And peripatetic. Whom? And peripatetic. Who? No. <laughs> Who? Yo, whom? Uh, yo, mama? Yo, yo mama! That's a great Cuban picture. What is he doing in this uh, TV series? <laughs> what did your word mean, Andy? Peripatetic. Peripatetic. It's sort of like what, it's kind of like what he is when he has the Red Bull. Okay. It's something to do with dialogue. It's something to do with energy. Oh, okay. Woo oh, really? Yeah. Paraplegic and peripatetic? <laughs> Woo! That's a mix. There you go. Thanks for the save, man. Sounds I like murder ball. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm going Oh, wow. It. Here Ooh. we now got to look up well, peripatetic. What, what, what do we got? <laughs> In what should be the first of many new series to come out of Marvel Comics' upcoming Secret Wars event... A-Force will be the first team oh! of Avengers. I've seen this one already. That's yeah. my favorite. First straight to the A. First team of Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always a little bit better when it is forced. I have to say. Comprised entirely of heroines. Oh! oh! Are you kidding me? They're calling it A-Force? Yeah. Shut up. That's awful. That's awful. What's wrong with Marvel? Oh, they're terrible. Boy, oh boy. Written by Willow Wilson, who's behind Ms. Marvel, and Marguerite and Kay Bennett. She's behind something. <laughs> She's behind oh. Angela, Asgard's assassin, with art by Jorge Molina. A-Force launches Jorge. in May, along with the rest of Secret Wars. There aren't a lot of details about the title yet, on account of being so closely tied to Secret Wars. Uh, the cover by Jim Chung 
features She-Hulk in her 80s costume, Rogue, Storm, and Jubilee in their 90s costumes, and Dazzler in her original disco costume. We also have the new character, Singularity. And the new character, Gate. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Wow. And her Think- sidekick, Prolapse. <laughs> oh. Prolapse and Gate. <laughs> I wish I could take a picture of Andy's righteous indignation right now. But all powers activate. Suddenly he's not happy to be associated with the podcast. Well, I just listened to Rachel and Miles talk about the same thing, and they were all positive about it. <laughs> positive about it? What do you mean? Oh, positive about the, the, the new yeah. comic book? Well, they don't know that Prolapse and Gape are going to be in it. <laughs> they haven't gotten to issue three like we have. That's a whole other book. Also, Peripatetic. Traveling from place to place, especially working or based in various places for relatively short periods. Well, that explains the wheels. That means jumping from job to job uh, or, yeah, and moving quickly. Yeah. You know, so, energetic. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was close. But Fact no fuck Andy tonight. Just putting his dick in all this shit. I have a cold. Right in the air. You have goals? <laughs> goals to put your dick in it all? I have a cold. Oh, you have a cold. Oh, you have a cold. Right in the gap. <laughs> Just wait till <laughs> some of my brain isn't working right. Great, oh. now we're all gonna get sick. Thanks, Andy. I am actually. I made sure I didn't lick any of you. Oh, I am actually looking forward to the comic. Uh, Willow actually writes the <clears throat> adjectiveless X Men comic, which is an all female version of the team of the X Men. It's well written. It's a cool comic. She actually uh, <clears throat> is one of those writers who is writing from a feminist perspective but is not preachy or loaded with agenda to the point that it gets in the way of storytelling she's just writing stories about women in superhero situations she actually uh attended a martial arts school that was all women and so she said she is familiar with all group of women in a kind of martial atmosphere and she lets that translate through to her uh, superhero stories so I am actually looking forward to it as a concept and as a, as an executed product. It's going to be cool. But, of say, course, the whole A-Force title, you just can't why resist. Why are they doing that? On yeah. a show like why are they Ugly doing Couch. That? Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. Why do they call it A-Force? Avengers. It's, Avengers. it's an Aven- Avengers well, Why do they get A-Squad? A-Group. A it's still got the A in it. A-Force. Oh, I guess because it's X Force. Because of X Force. X Force. How about right. Force A? There you go. No, no. Like, yeah, because no. because you're not, yeah, Paul. You're not going to go there. No, no, you're not. We almost fit. No, 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 no. Oh no! Yeah, everybody, pull a Professor Biggs. Oh no, 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 not you. You almost got us. Because that's boys open the flower. What the fuck yeah, exactly? <laughs> well, what? What if she does not open her flower? <laughs> then I kill her. <laughs> yeah, that was the, yeah. What if she does not open? What is that? That's uh, El Huapo. Yeah, yeah. You cannot force a woman. You have to wait for her to open up to you like a beautiful flower. <laughs> but a guapo. Why she does not decide to open up her flower to you? Then I'll kill her. <laughs> um, three amigos Peter. Oh, I love three amigos. Uh, I have been listening to Rachel and Miles. I've gotten through the first two. Okay. I'm taking it 
I'm going all the way back. It's great. It's yeah, really fun. They are. They are. It's a great. really fun podcast. And I know enough about the X-Men to be dangerous. Like, I'm not <laughs> Take nearly... a drink at home, folks. We mentioned Rachel and Miles again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not nearly as uh, as in as into it, but, you know, I've got the entire, um, what the, the whole uh, Whedon run. I've got the whole uh, Ultimates run all right new x-men is that what that was called no the grant morrison x-men ultimate x-men i've got the whole ultimates run and then the grant morrison x-men yeah i've got all those in trade oh i've got i go all the way back to i mean they're sitting there talking about chris claremont stuff right after i'm I'm sure you know all that and they're yeah they're talking it's so funny because now they're bringing back memories of x-men stuff that i haven't read in (laughs) a long they're describing like their thing about describing kitty's costume Kitty Pride's costume and how it keeps changing, and they describe one of them, and they describe it in such a way as like, holy crap! Thirty years ago, I remember looking at that costume, thinking that exact same thing. Very funny. So it's very fun. They're they're a great podcast. What? They'd be um, shocked and horrified at what we just talked about. Oh, but <laughs> fiddle dee dee. They but, got uh, they got a dark side. Wait, wait do you? They, wait, they're you, funny. They're funny. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, do you get to the episode where they? talk about the whole retcon that they did with the uh, origin of uh, X-Men with the new X-Men. Way to spoil it. Yeah, Jesus. I can't wait. I the the I listened to ep- episode 2 which was talking about they talked really funny about how uh uh Wanda Maximoff's face mask thing, mm-hmm. yeah. her kitty bread head. Yeah, mm-hmm. very silly. And uh then they, then they talked about which again, I, I think there's a kinship there. You don't have to worry about them freaking out about stuff we talk about. They talked about how Master Mold is the giant sentinel that poops other sentinels. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. there you go. That's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're right. It's and exactly they do. What and they, they do. They do writer interviews. Kurt Busey. Oh, do they? Greg Rucka. Oh, fuck. she. I can't wait. Rachel to hear Busey is a, is an editor awesome. and writer in comics journalism. Ah. so she already has connections, and and they're bringing them in. Oh, I love and it. Yeah, yeah. Once again, shockers. That is a great. If you're in the slightest bit interested yeah. in the turn X-Men. this garbage off and go listen to something <laughs> that's going to help you grow there as you a go. person. <laughs> they also, Paul. They do uh, Rachel and Miles review the X Men on YouTube, and those are video reviews of X Men comics as they come out week to week. Yeah, I haven't watched but maybe one of those because I'm well, just I'm yeah, no, way you're behind. lost. You're lost. Yeah. I watch I watch them. That's the way I get my ex. How many now. books are you subscribing to right now? I don't. I no, don't. don't. I've only recently one. started buying again. For years. Single issues? Yeah, for yeah, uh back in when I had my financial collapse, I cut down to Knights of the Dinner Table and that was it my monthly. Same yeah. Here. So, and I've only recently started picking up again. I'm only getting like 6 6 or 7 books. A, a month and it's it's I still don't read them I'm amazed that I just you, read the you and me we used to keep That's Ralph in rent I, I know I'm amazed he survived there was a time <laughs> well you know there's the, there's younger folks coming yeah, up with money and there are there. gotta be I, I think a lot of people are like us we're just picking up the trades now yeah there's that too there is and that. I try to get trades at the shops when I can but sometimes mm. those internet deals are just That's too true. delicious yeah. also looking at the current sales data a lot more people are picking them up digitally so they're not yeah, actually digital is big buying. in fact Rachel and Miles will comment that uh, this is available digitally this is how we read it in fact they do that interesting talk about that a lot mm. interesting in fact they're calling I'm, it the potential death knell for the uh, for the comic book store yeah I'm not uh, I'm not a fan of that 
I don't. I still. It'll don't. reconfigure. It, it'll, it'll change just up something different. Yeah. And Ralph, if there's anyone who can adapt and survive, it's Ralph. Oh yeah, yeah he's yeah. done it before. He will. Look, we had that. We had the whole superstore thing. Remember when Borders came out and everyone's like, "Oh, the superstore for books. It's gonna kill the little mom and pop operation." Those same people, what, six years, ten years later, holy shit, Borders died. This is terrible. Oh my god. You know. And now what's happening is smaller bookstores. Niche are actually are working up. well i mean it's you know? it's so. it's being talked about in the media right now but uh with the potential raising of minimum wage and so forth um and publishers still setting the price points for various publications it could force more of these mom and pop there will or, be yeah. or individual comic stores to close down There'll because be, they can't on, compete you guys with all Amazon. grew up with you guys all grew up with comic book stores didn't you yeah yeah and don't you get never, me wrong. You like, never had dedicated comic book stores. Now, no, I grew up but getting my comic books at Sullivan's Pharmacy. Right, right, right. That's right. where I started. I, yeah, uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, my first books I got at drugstores, but the, the comic store in my hometown was the record shop. Okay. Right. Oh. Yeah, we didn't, have a, we didn't have a dedicated comic book store until I went to college in 93. And when I came back for break during the, that summer, 93, 94, we got our first dedicated comic book store in Richmond. Yeah. It wasn't until then, but uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was Record Smith. That's where I bought all my hmm. comics. They had they had all their records, and then they had a small comic section in the I back. I still remember picking up, see, not picking up. I, remember, I still remember seeing the first Overstreet Guide I ever saw, and flipping through. It's like who the hell was going to pay twenty bucks for a comic book? Wow! <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Andy Taylor, financial consultant. <laughs> <laughs> Buy Beanie Babies, folks. They're the future. <laughs> a lot of sad truth to that. <laughs> there is a theme park in Japan called Huistenbok, which for some reason is modeled after the Netherlands. Uh, but that's not the weird part. Now they're planning to open a hotel with a robot staff. It's called Henna Hotel, which translates roughly to Strange Hotel. <laughs> the hotel's first phase will be open July 17th with 72 rooms and its own motto, quote, a commitment for evolution, unquote. There will be three actroids, which is a special word meaning receptionist robots. Dan actroids? Who look like people. Hmm? They're Dan actroids. <laughs> the goal is to keep costs low and includes technologies like facial recognition tech, room service ordered via tablet, uh, radiation panels to detect body heat and adjust temperature automatically. Robot Run Hotel. I love that strange hotel. That's uh, yeah. I certainly hope you oh, check Jesus in. Christ. <laughs> but you won't fucking check out. How did I not see this coming? What do you mean? How did you not see this? It's my goddamn idea. <laughs> Even on the inside, I'm working as an entrepreneur. So he's no longer a robot in jail. No, a robot I, in a hotel. I'm in jail. I am in jail. So, so the, the, you're calling the, the hotel a jail? Or? No, I'm no. in jail. Oh, okay. I just said, even from the inside, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I have people on the outside doing this for me. Makes sense. People on the outside? Well, I call them people. They're robots. <laughs> I'm a robot in jail. Well, I mean, it, it's what's interesting is there are a few hotels here in Vegas where you check in on like an iPad mm-hmm. and then you're in your room, you can order room service and various sure. other uh, amenities from a tablet in your room. Can you order a robot whore? No. Yeah, no, but guess what? My mouth is like this. Right, exactly. 
Robot whores are the way of the future. But the, the every Japanese room comes with a robot whore and a robot gigolo installed. You know there are some are rooms have them in the bed installed. The in Android the bed uh, and on the roof. The Android desk uh, personnel though is a little trippy. Did you see those pictures? They're yeah yeah. I, I saw one of them at CES, and I didn't realize it was a robot at first, and that really kind of freaked me out. Yeah. 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 We're in the uncanny valley of dick sucking. <laughs> Welcome to it. Welcome to the uncanny valley of nut nub nibbling. <laughs> it's nut nub nibbling. Nut nub nibbling. One of the lesser known Ewoks. Really? Just a flashlight on a piston. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> a piston? Essentially. Climb up on this car. Insert. There you go. The technology oh, it's a Weichel engine. Ow! The technology will improve. But yes, right now, it's basically just a wiggled around flashlight. You're in Japan, so, so the Model A has guess a what? Guess right. what? So so's your fucking mom. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, fucking mom. So there are a couple um, humor uh, program and <laughs> <laughs> it began. Um, whoa! Oh, sing, oh, sing. oh another ass kicking in the parking years lot years ago. And thankfully, Ace put Robot in Jail back in my brain All right. after listening to some old episodes. <laughs> so he's around again. Nice. Yay. <laughs> so there are a couple um, uh, office buildings in town where there's a... What? Um, office buildings in town. <laughs> um, where there's No, Vegas wh- is just casinos and hooers. <laughs> People don't Hoors. Tony, she's a fucking hooer. <laughs> <laughs> Not for nothing, T, but this is actually a business building. <laughs> I know you don't believe there's any here, but there it is. It's a business building. Where the receptionists are essentially robots. Essentially robots. They're, they're, they're video screens. What? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, excuse me, bitch. Hey, yeah, you flat screen fucking who? I gotta, I gotta have a word with you. I got a bone to pick. Won't you make me go out there and get a microchip right up your ass? I'll fucking do it too. It's similar to the dealers, uh, the the blackjack dealers that they yeah, have the that robot are screen screens. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to play blackjack? Who wants to play blackjack? Who wants to play blackjack? Two dollars for blackjack. When they jump from the arms to the side to the suddenly their arms are out waving over the table to call the end of the bets. Magic arms time for end of bets. Who is wanting to play? It's only once in a while. That Keep st- looking at my breasts. A story like, like the next one comes around. Keep looking at my breasts. Just push through it. Keep go looking ahead. at my breasts. <laughs> go, go ahead. Maximum go ahead. bet. Keep looking at my breasts. <laughs> All of your money. People have teased human breast milk into cheese and ice cream. Let's <laughs> 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 stop them. Wow. <laughs> They've teased it <laughs> into. They said it. they teased it into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Put that on the fucking package and see if you sell a goddamn thing. <laughs> Teased into ice cream. Oh, oh you wait Bullshit. For, you wait for the second yeah, half of the, the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but vaginas don't normally come to mind when thinking about dairy products at home. Wow. Oh, <laughs> unless, unless you got a real dirty partner. <laughs> However, 
Uh, three women, one of them a university chemist, realized that since the main bacteria in the va- uh, vagina is lactobacillus. <laughs> He's gagging, folks. He's gagging. <laughs> the exact same bacteria that is used to culture milk, cheese, and yogurt. It would be theoretically possible to use these lady parts, bacteria, to crank out yogurt. Get this. <laughs> no. 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 Fuck you, TCB. Why itch? Well, that's set back by dating a few months. TCB, why itch? So armed with TCBV. enough swabs to get enough lactobacillus, oh. they needed these three pioneers... Went where no one, as far as we know in human history, has ever gone. Where no man has gone before. Making yogurt out of their vaginal juices. Why can't you just leave it the way it is? <laughs> the <sighs> collective method was done with a wooden spoon. Uh, Cecilia Westbrook. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah, yeah, this is Dr. Ruth. I'd like to tell you that this is how we do it. We make... We make the, the, the vaginal uh, yogurt. We use a wooden spoon. But I like to say, when I'm getting the sample from the lady, I say, hang on. This is about to make you stir crazy. <laughs> I stir her vagina with a spoon. <laughs> Thank you for the explanation. Okay, just want to make sure you know. You I see, Mon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dr. Ruth needs Rasta Banana in here. Set up a positive control made with actual yogurt as the starter culture and a negative control, plain milk with nothing added, and combined her own homemade ingredients to the third batch of yogurt. Left overnight, the magic of biology created a respectably sized bowl. Her first batch... (laughs) (laughs) And who... Her her first batch of yogurt tasted sour, tangy... (laughs) Imagine! Imagine! Shock! Shock! I can't believe it! And almost tingly on the tongue. (laughs) With with fucking trout and salmon notes? What the fuck is going on here? Asteroid hit us now, for fuck's sakes. She... This is great. Watching Paul and Andy just die. He's crying. <laughs> Cargo is crying. What I is saw happening? a tear. <laughs> Holy what shit. Happening? He's crying. <laughs> he can't I'm go throwing, on. I'm throwing all the yogurt it? in my fridge. <laughs> you got it? <laughs> and what about Greek yogurt? <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, you don't want to be culturing that. They're sponsoring A-Force. Do you want me to finish, or are you going to make it? We got to be good. The only yogurt with hair. He's literally <laughs> laughing so hard he's crying, folks. <laughs> this next sentence has got to be a doozy. Here we go. So it was sour with what else? Sour tangy, almost tingly on the tongue. Yes. She compared it to an Indian yogurt. <laughs> And ate it with some blueberries. (laughs) TCBVY. The new chain. (laughs) They never show this on Burn Notice. This is not, it turns out, a very good idea at all. No, it's a terrible idea. Really? (laughs) According to Forney, quote, when you take vaginal secretions, you're not just taking the lactobacilli, you're taking everything, unquote. 
Sometimes really? this imbalance can cause yeast infections and other unpleasant nether times. You wouldn't want those organisms ending up in your breakfast. The- <laughs> of course not! <laughs> What is the, this? Yeah. Is the, this bitch is the Frankenstein of vaginas. <laughs> this is mad science. Yes, Frankengina. <laughs> Frankengina, absolutely. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration agreed, according to Teresa Einsman, press officer of the agency's Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition. "Quote: Vaginal secretions are not considered food, and they may transmit human disease. A food product that contains vaginal secretions or other bodily fluids is considered unadulterated." Unquote. Uh, for what it's worth, Westbrook said her second batch tasted even more tart and slightly spoiled milk. Yay, Torgo made it through Once in a blue moon A story like that comes my way (laughs) Uh, uh, What the fuck Why Why? You know, I read that same story But it was not quite that descriptive Well, they do a little bit of editing In your photography magazines, Jeff (laughs) Here we go Photography blog. Photo blog. <laughs> what, what do you make with your vagina? Write to us. Comments at oh, uglycouch.com. Oh, 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 God. I hope. I, oh, oh, that would be the most fucked up animal. <laughs> that was great. I don't think I've ever seen Paul and Andy simultaneously in so much pain yeah. over oh. the same thing. <laughs> And until keep, next week, I am Master Dorgo. Keep digging. There's fruit on the bottom. <laughs> 80s Jeff. Commander K. <laughs> For Bobby Matt. Hey, we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Fact fucked, Andy. Laugh <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> now because you get your ass beat out in the parking lot. I was, I was kidding at first, but I don't think the yogurt's staying in my fridge tonight. I think it goes away. <laughs> that is some no play, yo play. <laughs> It's no gurt. <laughs> it is no <laughs> That is not Dan and that's Damon. Frankenginas, no gurt. Fish are friends, not food. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, okay.